Welcome to the Filthy Spoon Podcast. I'm John. I'm Robert. Let's get to the sponsors here. Willow Creek Custom Calls. Oh, Brad, his Cali spec. We talk about it every week. Everybody loves it. Um, didn't do us any good today, but that wasn't Brad's fault. No, I, I'd say it did us good, but... Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Oh, I yeah, forgot yeah, about that. Yeah. Yeah. No, never mind. It did do us good, but our shotguns failed us. Um, anyway, willowcreekcustomcalls.com. You can find him there, or you can call him personally. Um, I'd call him personally, or I might even send him a dick pic or something like that. Uh, 510-610-7625 is his number. and Or you can you know get a hold of him online, either way, whatever you want to do. Uh, great guy. And don't forget, 20% off, Filthy Spood promo code. So we're going to run it for a little bit more and see how it goes. And it seems like it's working pretty good so far. So he likes to talk to you Filthy Spoon guys. So you guys are all good guys. So that's always cool. And then we got Superior Equipment Repair for all your truck and equipment needs. Broke down Fords, broke down Dodges. You know, like I say before, Chevrolets rarely break, but we do work on them. Uh, Peterbilt, Caterpillars, John Deere, you know, we, we work on it all. So for all your equipment needs, get a hold of Superior at SuperiorEquipmentRepair.com or call us at 833-343-7351. And how can I forget old oh, Pinot Ridge Taxidermy, Adam Oliver. We love the guy. Cool guy. we got to get him on here. We're, we're going to, but we just scheduling conflicts because he's going to give one of our guests a free amount of bird at Duck Days next year. So that's going to be pretty cool. So. Check him out. Everyone's entered, but Gribble. Yep, yep. Gribble's name will be thrown away if he wins it. But uh, anyway, check him out on Instagram, Pennell Ridge Taxidermy. And then the official Left Coast Waterfowl. Check out their site. They sell all kinds of clothes. They got, and they're always coming up with new designs and stuff. And they got their Waterfowl Widow line. And uh, I don't think he's going to do the Waterfowl Orphan thing, but who knows? A little too uh, (laughs) edgy, huh? (laughs) I don't know, man. (laughs) But, uh, and then, of course, he's peddling our Filthy Spoon swag on there. Our little Bradley showed up with a Filthy Spoon uh, hoodie yesterday from him. And it's nice hoodie, man. It's uh, good quality, I thought. The logo came out great. He got the single drunk duck on there. It looked pretty cool. So I recommend you get your swag there. And LCW10 is the promo code. That works for our stuff and his line of stuff. So it'll get you 10% off. So LCW10 at official water, leftcoastwaterfowl.com. So... All right, Robert, what is going on? Well, I'd say uh, our listeners save money on ammo this year and just spend spend <laughs> it on <laughs> all these filthy spoon yeah. products we're hawking. <laughs> you don't need to buy shells, let me no, tell you. No, no. I, I remember at the beginning of the year thinking, man, I'm gonna, I might have to get some shells mid-season or only shoot my 20. And I have plenty of 12-gauge shells left. So, <laughs> Yeah, I don't want to start off on too negative a note, but the, the truth is uh, this season's been rough, man. It has. Yeah, it's been real rough. But as we sit here in my pickup on the side of the road with the windows fogged up, <laughs> looking very suspicious. Um, we'll have a deputy knocking on the door here pretty soon. <laughs> None of that, boys. <laughs> it is raining. It's raining pretty yeah. good, too. Yeah, finally and some weather. Yes, man. some weather. So yeah. I think it's finally here. I was talking to Stafford yesterday when he came on about it. This is probably, well, this is probably the time we're going to see. Yeah, so it has um, to be. This is supposed to be a soaker too. We're supposed to get you know four or five inches or something out of this storm. So well, I can't wait. I mean, shoot, we need water. You know, take duck hunting out of the picture. We, you know, we live here. We we need water. <laughs> we need water. Yeah, we, yeah, we not just the duck hunting. We yeah. do need water. But this farmers storm, need water. We need water. Water. Yep. So I'm I'm glad to see it. It's about time, friggin' wash off our oil all over our parking lot at work 
It's time. We need it. But despite the season being what it is, man, I'm getting out there. You're getting out there. Uh, we're, we're shooting some birds here and there. We're not uh, – I've had more goose eggs in than I can remember. I mean, it's been it's been rough. It's been rough. It's been demoralizing, that's for sure. Ducks or no ducks, we're out here. Yep. You know, as often as we can. we got to work, so we can't be out here freaking every day or else we would be. But right. we're uh, weekend warriors, Wednesday warriors when we can, or storm day warriors. We hunt as much as we possibly can. and. White trash Wednesdays. Yeah, that's, I'm telling you, that's a that's <laughs> well, a segment. Call Wednesdays. Yeah, white yeah. Trash for all Wednesdays. you listeners, I recommend reach out to CWA and ask them to have White Trash Wednesdays <laughs> for your update. So no, I'm just kidding. Leave them alone. Don't bother with that shit. But it'd be funny to have a White Trash Wednesday and up. To, I should do it on here if I'd find some sh- local schmuck to talk to. Just a little ten minute deal and yeah, that would be kind of funny. We just release it on midweek to. Well, how's the hunting been? Fucking horrible. We've been smoking them. Well, you know, it looks like tomorrow, uh, you know, we're recording on Sunday, the first kind of weather we're getting here in the late afternoon. Um, Tomorrow's supposed to pick up with some weather, and then Tuesday looks like we might get some good storms. Yeah, yeah. Um, So I hope hope folks take advantage of that. I think you got to try. Yeah, and I mean, there are ducks around, and the, the, we are talking about this yesterday. The, the amount of, and the same way, I've all the ducks I've shot have been extremely fat. Yeah. So, yep. and we see them. they got them sitting right across the road from our place right now. Thousands yep. of pintail just sitting over there. So with this weather, it'll get them stirred up. So that's good news. We, uh, you know, you and I hunted a little bit this afternoon. It's it's not even in the shoot time right now. We just, uh, we, we weren't really prepared for the rain, either one of us, quite frankly. Yeah, I know. I feel like a schmuck, man. But we, uh, I, I seen that if I had a chance of rain, it's not, nah, shit got pissed back. It ain't going to rain. And sure enough, we got rain on. We got mesh hats on and no freaking coats. Nope. And we had one one group of specs, um, that Cali spec call from Willow Creek Custom Calls. Yeah, it's called blew on that a little bit, but uh, we really screwed the pooch on the shooting. Yeah, I don't know how the fuck we missed them, man. I mean, that was like a, what, like five pack. Yeah, it's like we're shooting blanks. It on was those. like, I mean, that was I, bad. You shot first, and I couldn't believe one didn't fall, and I was almost in awe. And I shoot three more times, and nothing falls either. So. You know, I don't really have an excuse. You don't really have an excuse. We talked about that. Like, oh, man, I don't know. But uh, I think the slow hunting definitely contributes oh, yeah. to it. We're not getting a lot of practice. Not getting a lot of practice, yeah. Might need to go to the trap range or something to stay keen because I, I definitely ain't pulling my trigger very often this year. But, uh, um, well, speaking of CWA, yeah, we talked about this. So I uh, went on a CWA veteran hunt at Staten Island. It was awesome. Yeah. A lot of fun. Great program. Uh, Mike Kellogg, the volunteer that runs the Veteran Hunt program, great guy. Uh, works hard for, for this program. I mean, he really puts out a lot of effort. And I, you know, I'm not, I didn't, he didn't pay me to say that or anything. He probably doesn't even know I'm going to talk about it. Um, but it's just 100%, you know, for the veteran community. Um, hunted Staten Island, a place I'd never been before. Yeah, it's always fun hunting a different spot. Total privately owned island, the whole thing. Yeah, that's pretty cool. A lot of birds there, a lot of geese. Not nearly the ducks that they're used to seeing as far as numbers, which, I mean, that's just the story of the valley right now, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, But they have a, through the veteran hunt program, they actually let the veterans go up there the night before and stay at the clubhouse. That's cool, man. Uh, Really nice clubhouse, had dinner. Uh, you know, got what do they do? They cook you dinner or what? Uh, they order pizzas this time. Oh, that's but cool. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. yeah it's it fantastic. Um, 
you know, had some drinks, some beers. Perfect, man. Met a lot of people. Met one of our listeners, Ivan. Give him a shout out. Ivan from Salinas Valley oh, Outdoor. Yeah. Ivan the character, man. Yeah, I guess you guys had a pretty funny time, huh? Yeah, he's a hilarious guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, he, he <laughs> I told him, I'd, I'd, I'm pretty sure I warned him I was going to mention this, but we're talking about spoonies and stuff. And, you know, he, he called them Norteño shovelers. <laughs> We got to figure out how to make a sticker. <laughs> a little sticker with like a red bandana. With a red bandana, the Norteño shovel, or maybe some like a chain or something around it. <laughs> that would be pretty funny. Yeah, some flannel shirt. Maybe it's some lokes on yeah, it. Yeah, some lokes. That'd yeah. be perfect. Norteño <laughs> shoveler. That's one of the funniest things I've heard in a while. That's pretty funny. Yeah. Now a sticker that would be hilarious, dude. Yeah. And something about Salinas Valley outdoors is pretty funny to me too. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't know why either. Yeah. I mean, it's, what do they grow there? That's like a lettuce capital of the world, ain't it? Yeah, it's somewhere that I don't. I know where it is. I never go south of Sacramento. So this was actually the furthest south I think I've hunted. Really? Yeah. I mean, I don't know how south Grizzly Island is compared to Sacramento. Um, no. You know, I've hunted Denverton, Grizzly Ranch through CWA. Yeah. They have a great hunt program. We've talked about it before. You and I yeah. did the dove hunt yeah. with them. Yeah, no, it's awesome. Um, I, I can tell you. The system is not rigged because we promote the hell out of them, and we just get drawn as much as anyone yeah, else. Yeah, we didn't get drawn for <laughs> shit. This one, you no. know, Robert was fortunate enough to get this deal lined out, but um, this is a little bit different deal. Um, very cool, man. Um, and then you took a couple guys from our club with you, too, or one guy and his cousin, so that was cool. Yeah, yeah, I took <clears throat> uh, took Art and Brian and, and their cousins, and, uh, you know, my buddy Art been hunting with him a long time, and... He's notorious in my mind for two things, and that's being late and lost. And he, and he was both. <laughs> he was both. Huh? He was both that morning, late and lost. Uh, I I think uh, I knew he would be too, and I told him, I'm like, hey, because he didn't say the you know he had some Christmas thing to do uh, the night before, so he couldn't make it. But uh, so he's coming that morning. I told him, I look on the map, you know, because these aren't like none of these, you know, remote like clubhouse and stuff are like straightforward to get to. Yeah. They're, they're pretty simple, but like a Google map's not going to take you there. Yeah. And it's Apple maps isn't going to take you there. the morning and yeah. yeah. So I'm like, look on the map ahead of time. So you like reasonably see where it's where at. You're going. And yeah. I'm like, and don't be late. And he was late because he got lost. <laughs> <laughs> How late was he? Just like, I mean like two or three minutes, nothing big. Oh, nothing crazy, but yeah. But I'm always early. When I'm on an well, invite we don't somewhere. don't know where you're going. Yeah. I mean, we, even that dove hunt, we were the first ones to show up to that. Yeah. That was badass, you know, too. That was cool. That, that was a nice kid. I wonder if he listened. Probably not. But I don't remember his name. We talked. We gave him a shout out on the podcast. I have to re-listen to the Dove Day one to find out his name. But he yeah. was a nice kid. So, I mean, I've done throughout the years. I put in a lot of uh, lottery hunts through CWA. So, I mean, I, I pay my dues that yeah. way. And, and the more you put in, the more chances you get. So, I've gotten drawn. Um, a couple times, yeah. no, normally like once a year, but I've had seasons where I didn't get drawn at all. Um, and I think like these seasons where it's tough too, I imagine that a lot of guys are like us, like the rice isn't shooting good. Yeah. The yeah. refuges are hit and miss. They're going to up their chances as much as yeah, possible. Yeah. You're putting into anything extra, you know, and that most of the properties are pretty dang successful most of the time, but they I mean, are. even they're struggling right now. Everybody is. So. Yeah. Everyone is. But. I mean, we had a good hunt at Staten Island. Staten Island's one that people can put into. That's an option. Yeah. Like, if you go on their uh, hunt program website, you can yeah. pay five bucks to get put in there. And uh, we talked about this with the dove hunt, but you know how, like, you go by blind, they always show the blind averages. They do, you know, 
pick uh, chips in a hat was this one. I don't remember how we did it. At Dove, I think it was dice or something. Dice or something. No. You know, you do some some method to randomize who gets to pick first and second yeah. and stuff. And uh, like the Dove one, we uh, we hunted the third the third best out of four spots. So we're and and we shot the third best. Yeah. And the best spot shot the best, yeah. and the worst shot uh, shot the worst. Yeah, yeah. So it was no different at this hunt. I mean, I uh, had the fourth pick out of five blinds, so I, you know, got the fourth best blind. Mm-hmm. Um, which is that's just the way it goes. And and we shot the fourth best, right, or second to last, whatever yeah. you want to call it. Yeah. So they were getting some birds. One of the blinds shot like seventeen uh, ducks, All no right. geese. Another blind shot. I think 12 geese, uh, one shot like nine ducks. We shot four, uh, not ducks. We shot uh, two geese and two ducks. Literally, probably the only two ducks we saw flying we killed. <laughs> Singles, crazy. Like, which was cool. I mean, that's. And what were they, teal? A teal and a pinto. Wow. That's cool. And then we the specs were, uh, we shot one out of a three pack that came in and then another single. And the single was cool because that, that, he was just squawking all the way down. Oh yeah, yeah, that's cool, man. You know, feet down, yeah. really just dangle, and he's yeah. just—he's all in. Yeah, that's cool. Trying to man. get in the pond. Yeah, and you called it. That's that's the art goose call. Yeah, yeah, he's a pretty good spec caller. Okay. That's yeah, cool. Yeah, cool. got to get him on the uh, the Cali spec call. Yeah, yeah, they. Uh, yeah, and his cousin's a newer hunter. He's big, uh, big game hunter. Is his background? So he just started um. waterfowling this year. He seemed like a nice guy. Yeah, I mean, I only nice talked guy. to him for just a few minutes, but he was in the army or something, right? Uh, Marines. Oh, yeah, yeah, Marine? he's a Marine too. Um, so that was that was cool. Yeah, it's always cool meeting all these different guys from the valley. And the consensus was, uh, from what I can tell, you know, talked to probably ten or fifteen guys over the weekend there, and and the consensus is that it's pretty slow this year. Yeah, it's a rough season. And, <clears> I, and to our listeners, I mean, no, I don't think anyone's hearing this, and they're surprised by that. Yeah, I mean, everybody I talked to has been pretty hit or miss. Uh, at Jeremy at Left Coast, he posted, looked like he had a good day at Dry Creek today. Awesome. Um, so, I mean, it's people are randomly getting them here and there. You yeah. Know? It's, and that's the way it is sometimes, you know. I mean, what, two weeks ago almost, I had that five goose solo solo day, which, you know, not that that's like amazing or anything, but shoot, man, five yeah, geese five by geese. yourself. It's yeah. A, it's not a bad morning. I just hope next week at this time we're talking about what a great weekend we had hunting because yeah, we're going to have this storm all week. I don't yep. know. It looks like it's all week. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I'm hoping that this is, okay, we're going to get going now. And neither one of us prepped for the weather today because <laughs> no. we, we thought the same thing. Them. Yeah. Yeah. I'll believe it when I see yeah. it. Oh, sure. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure it's going to rain. Oh, we've seen that before. Because I feel a little guilty not being out there right now, to be honest. Mm-hmm. But um, as you, you know, and you're the one that proved this, this property it's never good to land a shoot something like that. It's just not that way here. I've never, I've never had great success. You know, and most out. everywhere I've ever hunted, you know, that last ten minutes of shoot time is what you sit out there for. The first half hour, the last half yeah. hour. Yeah. And this place just isn't that way. I remember you telling me that, and I'm like, eh, well, I guess I'll see. And sure enough, I've never shot shit here yeah. after. I've had good afternoons. Yeah, yeah. I've and had then, some killer afternoons. But it's not that you know the last ten minutes you're looking for stuff that you yeah. see out here. Very strange. And I've seen it where walking out in the dark, they're freaking oh, yeah. all over the place. Yeah, that's frustrated me for years <laughs> seeing that. I'm, everybody out there can relate to that crap. But no, I think that, I, I sure hope anyway, because there's ducks around. we got some weather moving them. This should get us going. Well, this, this season's testing my adherence to the law. 
I was out. <laughs> no, of, I told, you. Yeah, oh yeah, I'm telling you, I was at Sutter the other day uh, at the Rice, uh, not the Refuge, and they were zipping around about ten minutes before shoot time in the dark, <laughs> and just you know right on top of me, and I just, I mean, I thought about it. <laughs> You know, I didn't do it, so you I can I can say it because I didn't do it. No, you didn't do it. Hey, everybody's got the devil and the angel on their shoulder in life. I'm like, what are the chances I would get caught? <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're you can easy shots. They're right on you. And I'm like, I'm fiending. I'm yeah. fiending for some for some duck hunting right now. I've been, you know, I think I shot a snow goose that day, so nothing too exciting. And uh, yeah, it's 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 testing testing my law abidingness. Or law-abiding nature. Yeah, well, I know you. You won't cross the line. That's not in your nature for being Quaker, you know. No, and I think it's like, you know, I've got some speeding tickets back in the day, and not I'm not even in a hurry. I'm just, you know, driving fast, and uh, you always, when you when you got to pay that fine, you're like, ah, oh, that was not worth it. No. Not no. for me, at least. No, and where the money's going will drive me nuts. Oh, yeah. That, I mean, part of it, it's like paying the money sucks, but knowing that it's going to the evil machine that's killing us slowly, the government, I hate it even more. And so. that's where it would go for the fish and wildlife violation. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even know what that fine is, but I don't want to find out. Yeah, I, I, I wanted either, man. Um, we had our superior equipment uh, Christmas party Friday night. Right on. I was well-behaved, and it caused any problems. <laughs> no, that's so very surprising. I didn't threatened the dj to flip his card table over because he was playing the wrong music even though he did that little no honky tonk huh he did some honky tonk right. i'll give it to him he's a it's a one of our customers a guy that works there him and his dad run a karaoke or not a karaoke dj business mm. but uh little instigator able that he is you know he's a young punk everybody knows him i think i posted a picture of him on there that little bitty bastard he's a guy i deer hunted with he uh had to get up there and then Cite the guy, and so they had to start playing some rap music and oh, stuff. Oh no! <clears throat> oh no! Yeah, it was. Uh, like I say, I kept it cool though, and it caused a big major storm. I, uh, I was very in the Christmas spirit, and didn't because they were trying to make me, you know, trigger me to go nuts. Because <laughs> last year I almost threw the the portable <laughs> speaker, and we did it at the uh, shop last year, and we just had like uh, a barrel burning out there. Yeah. And somebody put it was the end of the night too, so I'm friggin' twenty five beers oh, deep, yeah. and, and we we had good music all night. And then some they, somebody put rap on, and not I'm not talking old school NWA or friggin' Ice Cube, yeah, or Run DMC. No, I'm talking this new Bumble rap, the yeah, new shit. They yeah. da, 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 da. okay, I can't. Everyone's do it. a rapper now. Yes, I can't do it. So I all I was so close to throwing that speaker in the fire, and I'm glad I didn't because I mean the next day I probably would have got in trouble, but. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I kept it together, but it was a good time. We had a raffle. We, we shook all our vendors down for swag to give away. Nice. Very interesting tactic. So yeah, yeah Hey, great give tactic. us a bunch of free shit to give it to our employees so we don't have to buy it. <laughs> and it worked great, man. They gave us all kinds of stuff, dude. So I got stuff from farmers and CWA and friggin' Ford and Peterbilt and Kenworth. And I like how farmers is uh, considered a vendor. <laughs> We, I know they were guys, generous enough to hook us up out. with a couple items, and we really appreciate it. But to be honest, yeah, they will make their money back tenfold. Yes. I, I'm pretty sure there's some, some restaurants and gas stations that carry their stuff because of you guys. Well, I mean, the guy confirmed it. The salesman to Jordan, that Tower Mart next to our shop is the highest selling farmer's gas station in, like, Placer County or something. No coincidence. <laughs> no. No. 
No, they used to keep like two on the shelf, and now they have like to get like twelve a week delivered or something. So, no, we definitely do our, but we appreciate it all from everybody hooking us up with some stuff, you know. And uh, of course, we had two Yetis in it, and who wins them? Donnie, <sighs> the guy, yeah, me and Donnie. I cannot believe it. He won both the Yeti coolers. Oh wow! Yeah, one guy, you know, and uh, those aren't cheap. No, no, oh, those are cool. No. I was looking at getting one of those, uh, like you got, and I yes. was like, "Holy cow, these are way more than I thought." Yeah, they'd they be. are, they are. Um, but no, it was cool. I, 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 all the guys won cool stuff. McGrath even he bought a super nice, like three hundred dollar bench made knife. Oh, cool! Somebody won. Bradley won that, and uh, no, it was a cool time, man. We had a lot of fun. We had. I, I'm kind of disappointed in our crew because we bought four thirty six packs of Coors yeah. Light, three twelve packs of Farmers. Because I, I just go hoard it for myself, pretty much. Um, some Pacifico. We only we had like 200-something beers. And I was like, this ain't going to be enough. And at the end of the night, there was still plenty of beer left. Really? I was really, really disappointed in my guys. Uh, you, t- you take the leftovers and throw them in your cooler? No, McGrath took uh, them all. I mean, I don't worry. I, I ended up with enough to get me through the weekend. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it, I cannot believe how much of the... the beer was left although i will say the limo mcgrath rented for the guys to come most of those guys uh showed up already fucked up uh, so i think that that may have had something to do with it <laughs> yeah that can either go one direction either that that's gonna you're gonna drink a lot more or you're gonna start you know weaning oh down. they still drank plenty more but yeah it was it was uh, pretty comical them guys showed up rigging lit it was pretty funny man i was like haha finally somebody else is the drunk asshole not me so we got off at two that day, and the started party didn't start till six. So I really had to do some self control. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Six. And I, much like you, had the angel and devil on your shoulder. Yeah. I said, "Well, let's see if I can drink thirty beers before the party starts, <laughs> cause a big scene, tell everybody and their families to fuck off, flip over the DJ, <laughs> light the fucking building on fire." Get fired, crash my truck drunk on the way out of there. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. That's <laughs> right. One part of my mind's, why don't I do that? That'd be a fun night. And then I went, no, I'm just going to freaking hold off. I had like four beers and four hours before the party. Whoa. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Very impressive with my self-control. I thought you'd take advantage of that limo ride. Well, I was going to because me and Bradley were meeting at the shop because he was going hunting with me the next day. Oh, we got to talk about yeah, that. Too. I heard, I heard oh, he's going hunting with you. Yeah, people I work with. Um, so we're hanging out there, and I, uh, and we're waiting for the limo. Well, Bradley, he was driving his truck over. He lives over on the fifty side too, but he was driving his truck over because we we're going hunting the next morning. So I called. I said, "Hey, when's the limo going to be here?" He's like, "Dude, I passed him heading up the hill when I was heading down. He, they're not going to be here forever." So old friggin', uh, we called old Jack Mehoff, and old Mehoff come over and picked me and Bradley and Laverne up. Oh, you didn't do limo ride? No, no. We were gonna, but we would have got there hella late. Dude, I gotta get in a limo one day. I told you this already. <laughs> You've never, never been, been in a limo. No, I gotta yeah. get in one. I don't, you know me. Dude, I don't have friends. <laughs> so I don't go to weddings. I'm not in bachelor parties. I don't think I've been in one now that I think about it, because I didn't go to prom. I didn't do anything. No, that I didn't shit. go to prom. Yeah. I don't think I've been in one either. I didn't even think about it. I'm a loser. <laughs> we both are. <laughs> That's why we're friends. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so we went out there. Yeah, Jack and then his girlfriend picked us up. So that was cool. But party's fine. Everything's going on. I noticed early in the afternoon some giggling and laughing and looking at me. And I was across the shop from McGrath. And 
the rest of the crew was over there, and I and I'm I was like, all right, what are these fuckers up to? And I'm waiting for something to happen, and I just kind of forgot about it. This uh, is at, this is at like you know two in the afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we go out there. Jack drops me and Bradley off at the shop. We've talked about this on the show before. I don't understand why Robert included. Yep. Takes my love for good mechanics and following directions for homosexual love. Okay. But that's what you guys think. It looks I love oddly little similar Bradley. from my view. <laughs> I think you guys might have the gay problem. <laughs> so, <coughs> anyway, excuse me. We get back to the shop, open the door up, because we're just going to crash there. You know, because uh, I didn't want anybody having to drive me all the way to Gridley and the logistics in my truck, so we're just going to crash at the shop. Well, <coughs> walk in. There's rose petals leading to my <laughs> office. Rose petals, candles, Hershey kisses, <laughs> lube. <coughs> all leading to oh, my you're office. Choked up thinking oh, about it. Yeah, Very I'm emotional. Son of a bitch, I'm choking <laughs> on you. Oh yeah, I I was so pissed. And yeah, there's a video of me of screaming, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> And yeah, that's what that's what they did. And I found out today from my daughter, Madison, the parts runner girl, her and uh Brittany, the other parts runner girl, I guess they put them up to doing it. McGrath uh, McGrath was involved in this. And whenever there's shenanigans, he's involved. <laughs> but yeah, they uh I mean they went all out. This is like something that you'd do for I mean, they spent some money on this. Oh, yeah, they, you they showed me the video. It was real roses, yeah. real candles, you know, real lube. I mean everything. I was like, you It's hilarious. It's funny. It's it's yeah, it it's funny. funny. It is funny. It I'm not gonna lie though. It kinda legitimized it in my mind. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I think this is real. <laughs> They've convinced me. I'm fully convinced. Oh <laughs> uh, no, it was funny. Well, the worst part is that. Not that there's anything wrong with that. It's 2023. <laughs> I'm just like, wow, well, look at me. I'm pretty progressive. I co-host uh, the podcast with them. I mean, no judgment here. <laughs> the worst part about it all is, so I'm in my dressed up fancy partying clothes. And um, <laughs> I don't know. so Bradley goes and he puts his cot wherever he slept. And Raw Dog, of course, being the drunk loser he is, is snooping around, hanging out. He don't have a life or anywhere thing to do, so he's there too. He put his cut wherever he slept. Yeah. Who knows I, where that I, is? I think it was a freaking changing room or something. I was in my office with Laverne, and so I'm changing out of my clothes, ready to go to bed. And who, of all people, the yellow man, Raw Dog himself, hops out of the shadows with his phone out and takes a picture of me standing amongst <laughs> these rose petals and things with no pants on. So, <laughs> I have not seen the photo yet, and I will say, touche, Raw Dog, because I take many, many compromising photos. It's very me. ironic. Let's just put it that way. Very ironic. It <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this... The, I don't think we can get into the full story. I think it's a little... Uh, this is the full story. Home. This yeah. is where it ends. All right. this, that's where the story ends. And oh. then I went to sleep in my office, and little Bradley was wherever he was, and then Rodog probably he he lives in the a broke down Kenworth in the yard. He sleeps there <laughs> part time, so he, he went out to his Kenworth, I'm sure. <laughs> his Kenworth. <laughs> yeah, he lives out there part time. And uh and me and Bradley got up next morning, went hunting and everything, didn't shoot shit. But uh that's the funny story of the superior equipment repair Christmas party. 
Oh. It is pretty funny. Yeah. You, sh- you sent me the video. I was laughing my ass off. I, sh- I showed a few guys, too. Yeah. Yeah, I, sh- I, think I thought I about posting it on Instagram and went, ah, I'm not going to do this. Because yeah. too many people like me are going to jump to conclusions. Oh, yeah. There's a yeah. lot of conclusion jump in here. But, yeah. yeah it's, I'm there. Yeah, I, I, you know how the real video, I feel sorry for Bradley because he's just an innocent <laughs> young boy wanting to learn how to hunt. That's really good at his job, so. Listen, we all feel sorry for him, all right? (laughs) (laughs) Many people have contacted social services already. This is quasi-illegal. I don't know if this is fully legal. It's just hard to tell how much free will is (laughs) involved. You fucking guy. He's my boss. I didn't have a choice. If you could just do a welfare check. <laughs> oh, I really want to get him on a good hunt. Being a new hunter, he's really, and he's been, i got to say, he's pretty dedicated. Now, he does have a life, so he can't go every weekend, and he don't really have a spot. Time to time to stop, knock that off. But, uh, yeah, well, the more he, I mean, he hasn't had a good hunt yet. I mean, he got a couple up at Fall River, and then, you know, we got them sprig Thanksgiving, and then we got goose egg yesterday. What a but the kids still wanting to, to go. Yeah. yeah, but the kids still wanting to go. It's like, dude, if anybody, the the duck karma gods need to give him some duck hunting justice. Yeah, and let it. I'm hoping, you know, I told him I said, hey, with these storms coming, make your weekends available. Dude, once you get big groups of ducks cupping up over the blind, you're you're hooked. Oh, That's yeah. it. You're done. You're gonna be duck hunting the rest of your life. Yeah, and it, he seems like he really wants to do it. So hopefully, he can get it. and he put in for all the CWA stuff. He still wants me to take him to the refuge. So. I thought about, you know, and, and I, we're running out of time, but we talked about doing lotto and just going on the refuge just to go do it. So Yeah. Yeah. Man, this, that's a, I think it's a good idea. I think I think the, the refuge is a really good idea that, you know, obviously there's a lot of birds at some of these refuges. Even right now there's a lot of birds. Guys are, they're having some good days out there. Yeah. But, you know, the, uh, it's, it's high risk, high reward. The risk... Yeah, when when and it's been a while since I found a refuge, but I can still remember the pain when you get up early, and put in all that work. Yeah, and it sucks. And walk miles, and then don't fire a shot, or that they, or, or, or that, worse when you can't shoot. Right, that hurts. Yeah, I remember going home. I remember being like a sulking butt hurt friggin' wuss, a couple yep. of times. Like, dude, I can't believe it. I've been up since friggin' midnight. Yep. Walk a two mile walk at Dolivan, go out there, and then don't shoot shit. And part of it's because I like I'm missing or something. Yeah. You know, oh, that's the yeah. worst. It's I'd rather get skunked because there's no birds than because I'm missing. You know. Also, I don't know how to like characterize it, I, but uh, you know, mishaps. Like when we when you have your own blind in the rice or something like we have a couple blinds in the rice, you kind of know where you're going. I mean, not kind of. You know exactly where you're going. It's not hard. There's not. You know. Yeah. You're not having to. You know maneuver obstacles to get to the blind but when you're tromping through a refuge that's when the mishaps happen oh yeah that's when you fall that's when you get your waders full of water yeah. <laughs> that like happened to us a couple of weeks yeah, ago or you, you, can, drop, yeah. you drop your gun on accident in the water yeah. you know there's just all that crazy stuff that happens when you're when you're doing it like that and uh and that sucks like when you have when you have that in a good day 
you get past it. It's like yeah. it's like women with the pain of you know delivering babies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, you're like, why would you ever have a baby again? That's yeah. horrible. Yeah. But they just that meant you know they the joy yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, they forget about it, and that's how it is with me. Like I have a mishap at the refuge, but you know, shoot a band. Yeah. Like I, you yeah know, everything's forgotten. Everything's fine. Your life's great. Yep. You don't care about that. You've been shivering. You don't care about any of that. You don't care that you probably you know lost two hundred dollars worth of shit on the way out <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah. But uh, but when you have a mishap and a bad day. It's rough. Dude, that's rough. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I agree. I remember I had one time at Lana Seiko. I, I can't remember the, the blind numbers. I had a decent draw. I want to say top 10. Picked a blind. And I wasn't clear about where it, I mean, I looked on the map. and I'm, Okay. So I drove from the check station out to a parking lot and then walked to try to find this flight. Could not find the blind. <laughs> and... We didn't find it after shoot time. Yeah. Well, we weren't supposed to drive to the parking oh, lot. You were supposed oh, to, like, the way yeah. we go dove hunting, yeah. that was the way you're supposed to go into it. Yeah. And we didn't know that. And it was a, dude, it sucked. It, yeah, I mean, we were so wore out and beat by the time, because we, like, crossed this whole wetland that we shouldn't have. We could have oh, just, God. like, walked down a dirt path and got to it. Yeah, that was a rough deal. Yeah, we showed up at, like, I don't know, I want to say 20 minutes after shoot time and stuff, and I don't think we shot hardly anything. It was like, ugh. I think that was probably the last reservation I've been on. That was a while ago. Well, we had a similar when you and I hunted at Calusa. Mm. Remember, we couldn't. There's a gra- oh. there's a gravel path underwater the whole time that you could freaking skip to, but we're trudging through the mud. Multiple jerks on that hunt. Yeah, multiple. And yeah, yeah, and exactly because I remember thinking when we we're going out there, it's like this can't be correct because this is a disability blind. Yeah, you're like. Someone would kill themselves trying to get yeah. this blind. Yeah, and then find out, oh, no, I'll just go over here. There's a gravel path. I mean, you could have reeled a wheelchair through that water, yep. you know? Yeah, that yeah, that was rough. But that day made up for it. If oh, you yeah, remember, we slayed them. We smoked them. It did not feel rough, did it? No. Yeah, yeah see, yeah, that's I, what see, I mean. I forgot about that. I remember that hunt, but yeah. I... You have mishaps. <laughs> yeah. Things don't go right, but the hunt makes up for and it. And you forget about you it You forget all. about it. You're yeah. like, I'd do this again tomorrow. This exactly. is amazing. Well, let's hope that's how this season is. It's like this little weather is the start of it all, and we all start smoking them. We can just all forget about slow October, slow November, slow, slow December half, now, slow oh, half of December. Jeez. Yeah, I was looking back. You know, you get on your phone. Uh, yeah. I was looking at pictures. Memories pop up. Yeah, I posted a picture, the one with the banded spoon we got last year because that was like a year yeah. ago. Yeah, that was a little I posted over that year ago. picture that's early December, and I'm like, dude, we've already. And we already had a couple good hunts under the belt by that one. Yep. Oh yeah. And this year we're just still, but it, like I say, it ain't. It ain't just. It's us. not over, and it's not over. No. No, I'm gonna keep hunting it. I'm no. not. Yeah. We'll be out here. No ducks or no. no ducks, we're out here. So. And it's not like we're not shooting anything. We're getting them here and there, small yeah. numbers. Yeah, but um, I, I really think it's gonna. I mean, like I say, that's no reason to pull the fucking panic button. It is. I mean, Casey was talking about yesterday. You know, he says December tenth. Anything before then is pretty much a bonus anyway. And I somewhat agree with that. Yeah, out here with us in yeah, geese. That fir- but also out here that first week of December, I've always done well. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's almost like clockwork, beginning of the summer. Yeah. You know, you have all mojo season usually brings the ducks Even on. sometimes uh, that, you know, end of November I've had good Yeah, like good Thanksgiving. I know like Thanksgiving I'll start yeah. picking up. I know Last I- Thanksgiving was a banger out here. It yeah. was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it was one of the best Thanksgivings I've had. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I got high. I I mean, I'm always optimistic about it, and I think this storm is going to be the key because there are ducks around, dude. I mean, we're right over here. There's thousands. So. Yep. And and you know what? 
I think about this the other day because we're getting really close to Christmas, which is crazy, right? It's only a week away. and uh, It is? Yeah, it's a week from today. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, what are you getting me? Oh. <laughs> Last year, all I got was a pair of pants and a piece of ass, and they're both too big. What's little Bradley getting? <laughs> well, Bradley's getting a brand new Benelli shotgun. This is like Girl. this is like Michael on the office with the, with Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> I know you watch it. So. Oh, I love the oh yeah, yeah. we love the office. That's friggin' hilarious. <laughs> and little Bradley's getting an iPod this year. <laughs> <laughs> that was a funny. That was a funny episode. That one. Yeah, I watch. So I mean, you know, so one of the Christmas traditions uh, my wife and I have is every. Christmas Eve, we watch every Christmas office, office. episode. Yeah, because we have the whole DVD yeah. set. Yeah, so we stay up and watch that and wrap presents and drink beer. Although now, uh, with my kids being older and, you know, not like little little kids anymore, we, we wrap them ahead of time. We used to have to do it the night before because, you know, you put a you put presents out. You know, your three-year-old's not yeah. going to freaking respect the, yeah. you know, wait till Christmas. They're going to just start yeah. going yeah. over there yeah. and yeah, exactly. <laughs> unwrapping them. Yeah. Not even because they're like, they can't wait. They're just, they just want to unwrap stuff. They just, yeah. you know, my yeah. kids at least, they love playing. You know, you spend all this money on Christmas for your kids, and they're playing with the wrapping paper. That's, that's and such the a true statement, yeah. I tell all young parents now, especially, like, toddlers and stuff and like just buy them stuff you're going to get them anyways like yeah. that they just need yeah. and wrap it they don't care yeah, yeah <laughs> they go all out and they don't care it seems like the more the kids get the less they are yeah i mean sometimes they, like you say they just want to unwrap it and boom it's something hella cool and they throw it aside open something else yeah aside, you know? <laughs> they just leave the act yeah. of unwrapping yeah. and then they want to play at the boxes yeah and yeah like, when it's little oh yeah yeah, but you know, all parents, myself included, we go all out for the kids when they're little, and then. Uh, but yeah, so we did. That was our Christmas tradition. Was we like, still do it? I like the one where uh, Michael goes to the Chinese restaurant. That one's a good one. The Christmas one. Yeah, and he has to mark the arm. Mark the, <laughs> one of them. <laughs> and you know, then, these, these are all things that you cannot make now. Oh yeah, you could not remake that oh, show. No. I hear they're it doing is. it. I hope it's good. I I don't think it will be, and and, and Steve Carell is not going to be a part of it. Mm. Um, well, there it goes. I mean, the one guy. where friggin' Dwight haunts friggin' Jim with the snowball stuff is hilarious too. That is, yeah. You know, he just like cause D- Jim always wins with Dwight, and yeah. that one like D- Jim is fearing for his life. It's awesome, <laughs> dude. Because <laughs> I love Dwight. He's probably my favorite. Then Dwight's Christmas with the. Bell Schnickel character. <laughs> Some freaking ancient pagan Christmas tradition. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know what else we got to talk about. The hunting, you got anything else? Well, no, just shout out to all the, It was a lot of fun at CWA. I can't can't wait to do another hunt with them someday. I, uh, I mean, I don't just, I'm lucky because being a veteran, I kind of double my chances because I can put in for those. Yeah, that's cool. Um, and you guys deserve it. I think it's awesome that they even offer it, you know. Well, they do. And they always, it's always a different vibe with the veterans too because, you know, we've both gone on CWA hunts and you meet people when you check in and stuff. And it's like, you know, sometimes you make some small talk. But the veteran hunts, you know, I don't want to sound all weird like bonding or whatever, but like it's just, it's a lot more social, a lot more social. Well, you guys, you know, yeah. I mean, like people said, know the military, yeah. the brotherhood, you know, and they, you guys went through some shit. We had two guys there um, that were in the same battalion at the same time. Uh, and then, 
Oh, just by chance? Yeah, didn't just know by each chance, other? yeah. And then, uh, you know, you just, a lot of times you end up, you know, a lot of guys in the same, uh, you know, same, like, theater around the same time yeah. that can, you know, oh, I remember when this happened. Oh, yeah, I remember that. And, yeah. you know, have you been there? Oh, yeah, no, I was over here. And, you know, so uh, just cool. Because were you guys all about the same age, too, roughly? Or? Mm. So it's varied. Um, they do, I mean, they do one hunt that's really cool. Um, and I don't know if they do it every year or if it's just a one-off, but they've done a Vietnam veterans hunt really? where it's only Vietnam veterans. That's cool. Yeah, that's badass, yeah. right? Because those dudes obviously got the short end of the stick. Yeah. Well, I mean, now we're so much better at taking care of veterans. I mean, it was horrible that yeah. these guys come home to. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, for all the wrongs in this country, that is one thing society has fucking corrected. Yeah. Because veterans get the red carpet at a lot of places now and they yeah. didn't you know even in this friggin commie red state they do a veterans hunt you know yeah so but this crowd um you know from what i could tell i mean i didn't interview every single one of them grill them about their background yeah there's the beer <laughs> they uh a lot of a lot of like uh you know global war on terror yeah um veterans so uh, iraq and afghanistan yeah which is cool. I mean, that's what, you know, I was in the Iraq war, so that's all, all uh, you know, kind of my my generation, um, which is weird because now we're in this, like, peacetime, but feels like we're, like, you know, I don't want to get political and doom and gloom, but it's like, uh, I don't know how long this peacetime is going to last, right? Uh, yeah. For no, America. I mean, the both. world's never in peace. Where There's always something There's always going on. something. And, yeah, it seems like we're, yeah. Yeah. Either on the Pacific side of things or the Middle East. There's, yeah, it's a lot of shit going on right now. You know, I often think about that, pushing my daughter into the Navy <laughs> right at a time, which, you know, somebody's kid's got to go fight, you know, but it just, it's yeah. still my kid. I was like, yeah, I hope I made the right decision. Maybe she should have went to Butte College to be an equipment <laughs> operator. <laughs> I know, knock on wood. I mean, even even the last few conflicts, uh, you know, a lot of folks here, and this is what's cool about the veterans hunt, too, is, you know, most of us uh, veterans, we, we you know we live like anyone else. You know, we're just yeah. normal people, right? But your most of your neighbors and stuff like they they've experienced just life in America for so many years. Yeah, and you know you get around these these other other veterans, and it's like most people in the U.S. You know, they like during the Iraq War, Afghanistan was on Afghanistan. It was like twenty years. There's a there's Americans fighting and dying every day. And yes. life goes on as normal here. We don't even feel it. Yeah. We don't, you know, you don't even know that many people that. Yeah. And because, that yeah, there. that became super common. Mm-hmm. We were in Afghanistan 20 years. 20 you know, years. And, yeah, and there was, I mean, it got a little, the, thank God, the casualties went down a little bit as we kept going. It went like Vietnam. Right. But still, I mean, yeah, there's guys in the shit the guys are seeing over there and dealing with, and we're just here living like normal, going yeah. to Starbucks, you know. Exactly. Complaining about the dumbest shit in the world, you know. <laughs> so it's always cool when you kind of get around a, a group of people, and it's not, it's not, in my opinion, at least, like a bunch of war stories by any means. You yeah. Know? But uh, but it's just, you know. There's we got some commonality. Yeah, yeah, there's something different about it when you're among, like, fellow, fellow veterans, and there's a lot of combat veterans there, um, you know, and sometimes I'm, I, like wow these, some of these guys are pretty cool dudes like some of their stuff they've done i'm like yeah. you know and not that they're bragging but you catch on like oh yeah you, like you know if you hear a certain unit in time you're like oh yeah. man that guy you know he yeah. did some stuff <laughs> yeah yeah exactly so uh so that's always kind of cool and, and even humbling a bit to to be in that in that group yeah so uh 
a lot of fun. Killed some killed some birds. Great program. I mean, I recommend everyone if you're if you're a veteran, definitely uh, get a hold of CWA. Definitely put in for those hunts. And if you're not a veteran, put in for the hunts, the the lotto hunts through yeah. them. I mean, that's a oh, great yeah. program. I, yeah. I put in for both. Yeah, and they're expanding all the time. I mean, they didn't have this many hunts that mm. many not very long ago. No. You know, and I mean, it's awesome. They got multiple properties now, and they're just going to keep growing, I think. I've said it before. I think they're making up for what the state should be doing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think. Yeah, they're, they're filling that gap. They are, you know, and they're accessible. And it, and the way it, and we talked about it, I know they talked about it on their podcast, CWA. If you're a veteran that doesn't even hunt, which I'm sure we don't have very many people that listen to the show that don't hunt. Right. But they, you don't need shit. Dude. No. No. They'll Literally, find they'll find gear for you. You show up. You're going to be in waders. They yeah. show everything you need. You know, yeah. and that's pretty cool. You know, and a lot of it. I mean, I don't. I don't know for certain because I'm not in that group of people that don't have. I, I got enough to outfit multiple people, but a lot of it, I think, is just guys that you know. You know, have a yeah. I got an extra gun. I'll bring it for you. Yeah, come out. Yeah. You know, because it's a volunteer ran program. Yeah, that's freaking <laughs> doing the Lord's work, man. Yeah, say that Mike Kellogg, hell of a guy. Yeah, I, mean, I never personally met him, but I've talked with him, and super fucking cool guy. Well, he works hard for the program. Well, I'd like to get him on here one day. That'd be cool for sure. And uh, yeah. yeah, I brought you brought you a sticker for the program. Yeah, hell yeah, that's going on the old Yeti and that and a hat. And he was telling me about the what do they call it, the Freedom Fighter Bankery? Is that what it's called? Yeah, it's in Lincoln. Yeah, we got to go there. Yeah, yeah. I don't know when it is. They probably pass. I, I want to say it's like springtime, but I could be wrong. That sounds about right. I did pitch to him the idea too of uh, I said, why doesn't why don't they have a dinner in the valley the night before duck season? Yeah, yeah, I think it's a I mean, great that's what idea. They do at Fall River. Gridley should have one there. Yeah. It's near yeah. all the refuges. Gridley dinner is coming up. See, they got to do it the night before duck season. I think would be the prime time to do it. Everyone's motivated. Yeah. You do and you're going to have a bunch of people in town that aren't normally in town. Yeah, because all those refuges thing. in the Upper Butte Basin. Because like us, we're in Fall River up there for the hunting. That's the only reason we go to that dinner every year. Yeah. I'd like to go, dude, the tickets are a little pricey at the Cridley dinner. I don't think there's a life member discount either, but um, I, I'm not going to buy a table, but I, I think I want to go to it. I mean, it is my hometown now, so I probably should. Cool. Uh, yeah, local celebrity too. Oh yeah, yes, <laughs> yes. One of the top. I'm top. What are we? Top ten to- podcast in Gridley. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. We're one of the. Actually, I would say we're the top ten waterfowl podcasts in Northern California. No. You don't think so? You think can so? You, can you name nine others? I can name a few others. I can name a few others. I, I mean, I I think we're. One I'm going to say best. I'm claiming top ten. So prove us wrong. I guess yeah. If you yeah, yeah I, you're right because I know of a couple other people doing it, but um, I know that DOA guide service guy. He's supposed to be starting one up, but I haven't heard anything yet. Well, he'll be number eleven. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. People seem to be liking it, so we're going to keep doing it. We're having fun with it, dude. So, well, I, I know even like I drove to that. Uh, you know, it was a Staten Island, and that was you know about an hour and a half drive or so for me. And you know, both directions, listen to podcasts. Did you? Yeah, I just find a podcast. There's a couple of them I like. Um, I don't listen to a lot of hunting podcasts, actually. I listen to, uh, I do listen to Ramsey Russell sometimes. I occasionally will listen to one of uh, ours that I'm not on, especially like I'll definitely listen to uh, like the one you just did yesterday. That's 
I'm doing that for sure. Yeah. Hey, well, he's a super knowledgeable guy. Yeah. So, so, and, uh, I listened to, yeah, I've listened to probably quite a few of ours actually that, that have been on. Um, I like, I actually like them. I don't listen to ours that I'm on. I can't That's weird. It. When I listen through them to see, to critique myself and I uh, notice I breathe a lot. I That's can't do it. You can't? No, I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I I I had listened to him at least once, because considering we do zero editing, <laughs> I always liked this. Well, oh man, did I say that? Oh shit! So I listened to him once through. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's kind of weird. I, I think too. I was talking to someone recently that that listens to us, and and I'm actually kind of I don't know about impressed is the right word, but surprised. You know, occasionally, like like at that. You know, I had Ivan from Salinas Valley Outdoors there. Uh, he he could cite off a bunch of stuff that we've talked about. I That's was like, funny, man. I'm like, um, I don't know where the hell I was going with this. What's just surprising? I mean, oh, I, yeah. Oh, well, well, somebody complimented me on they love how we just do one take. And, and they're like, "That's I really like that style of podcasting where you just have a conversation and you're not editing and stuff. And I'm like, we don't know how to edit. <laughs> <laughs> He's getting to let the secret out of the bag. Uh, Robert's lying. I know how to do it completely. I just think it's more organic if we just do one take. Like, no, no, no. Yeah. This is the default yeah, style. This, is, yes. this out of necessity. I mean, I don't know if I'd change it anyways. I think it works pretty well I for us. I, I think it works. I just, I don't know. I think that's part of the reason that we've got this thing growing as much as we do. Is we're real. We're not phony. We're not fucking blowhards. We're real, regular duck hunters. You know, we're not super... Awesome duck hunters. We're not just talking no, about no. how great it is. We're not, we're not. Oh yeah, today was slow, but we had a group of five specs that we called in real nice, and then we slaughtered them all. No, yeah. we missed. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, we could have lied. Half of that was true, but yeah. uh. exactly. You know, so I, I think that's part of what clicks with people. What and I get kind of the, you know, the the younger guy, the refuge guys, kind of like, but there's some like rich fucks that think we're cool. Yeah. And I think that's hilarious. I just thought they'd think we were idiots, but there's some friggin' cooler people that I mean some people like, like idiots. I'm not saying we're not idiots. <laughs> I'm not gonna go that far. Yeah, no, so it's been great. We got a great reception. We've we've had a couple cool guests on the last couple of weeks. Robert wasn't able to do both of those, but uh we still got plenty of guests lined up too. It's it's tough to during duck season to schedule. Like, it was really tough nailing Casey down because he's a busy dude. Yeah. But as shitty as duck season was, he was available on a Saturday afternoon yesterday, so. I think it's a, yeah, it's, you know, it's a, it's good perspective to have someone like that on in a season like this, too, because it's, you know, I haven't listened to it yet, but uh, I'm going to, and I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing what he has to say overall, not just about this season, but, you know duck hunting in general yeah i like people like somebody like that with that, that kind of knowledge and like he's saying you know don't clutch your pearls it's freaking we still got a 40 days left or whatever yeah oh yeah and and hey i'll be out here next year and, and, yeah. yeah i mean it, it could, i might I, I if i didn't shoot another duck the rest of the year i'd still be out here next fucking year so 100 percent. i'd be probably booking a trip to mexico with you and yeah. uh <laughs> yeah. looking at going to eagle lakes yeah <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> you know maybe maybe trying to do canada finally do you know what we got to plan one of these years as we get older? And I want to go to what Utah. What do you mean as we get older? I think you're there. I <laughs> am old. I'm t- I guess I'm talking more about you. Your kids are going to get grown. And yeah, you know, you, you, Utah for big game or waterfowl. Waterfowl. Really? I want to shoot teal on the Salt Lake, man. Oh yeah, yeah. I list. I did listen to that uh, Ramsey Russell. Who the hell is this? 
Is that they playing Mexican music? <laughs> They're bumping something. That's funny. That is funny. It's not a Dodge Charger. Is it, it isn't it is a, Dodge a Dodge Charger, but it is a Dodge, so I'm a little suspicious. But I, I they went by a little slow. And you, you know how I know people are listening to this, too. When we were hunting, uh, I, I don't know how this came up, but we were you know, just bullshitting in the blind Saturday hunting. And uh, Brian, shout out to Brian. He, uh, We were talking about, I'm like, uh, and I don't know him very well. I've met him a couple times, and, you know, good dude, Marine. But, uh, you know, I'm like, hey, you know, what kind of car you drive? No hesitation. He goes, Dodge Charger. <laughs> They said the look on my face of disgust <laughs> and disappointment. Because, yeah, you thought he was serious for a minute. Yeah, oh, yeah. And then, then, they, then he started laughing. I'm like, oh, this dude, he got me. He got me. I'm like, oh, oh, oh. Uh, you better not. You, you know, you made a pledge a couple episodes back to bring up bad-mouthing Dodge Chargers at least once an episode. And I think you've kept that word. And I'm okay with it. Hey, we're on the same page. The, the amount of, of rent-free space that Dodge Chargers and their more <laughs> particularly Dodge Charger owners take up in my head. <laughs> Even last night, I'm, my, my, I'm at a family event doing, you know, watching Christmas lights or whatever with my, my family and my parents and all that and driving around looking at these music houses. Have you seen those? No. Oh, that play the Christmas music Yeah, stuff? you tune it to a radio station yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's like in sync with the lights. Yeah. So that's what we did, but uh, even then it came up. The Dodge Chargers came up. I think we saw one. Yeah, it's probably like hauling ass through yeah. a neighborhood with oh, yeah. kids walking around, looking at Christmas lights, and yeah. listen to my exhaust. Yeah, and I couldn't, you know, I had to bring it up, and <laughs> like this is just bringing down the home values of these nice people. <laughs> You know, that go out of their way to put on this nice Christmas show, and then the Dodge Charger has to drive down the street. You know what's going to be funny? Because you know, they quit making them, you know. Mm-hmm. Thank the Lord, you know. Yeah, thank God. That's probably a, I bet there's some secret government deal to fight crime. They think that Well, something's going to take its place. Chargers. You know that. Yeah, what's it going to be? Who's I don't it know. going to be? I don't know. I mean, uh, now Dodge Chargers is because it's the cheapest version of the look at me, asshole, yep. modern hot rodder. It was, it used to be the lower model Mustangs. Yeah. yeah, and it still is. There's plenty of douches riding around in free six. And I actually think so. Mustangs are cooler than the Dodge Charger. I'll yeah, put, and there I'll is, a they're a real Dodge muscle Charger. car yeah. and all that, but some heritage there. The the new Camaro crowd and the new Mustang crowd, it's the same deal. And and I, when I say this, I'm talking the lower trim models. Yeah, I mean they're I'll get they're they haul ass, dude. The new muscle cars haul ass. I just the 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 lower trim models of those people that pull their mufflers off their V6 Camaros and Mustangs <laughs> are just like a step above the Charger po in the in the the car tier system. Yep. Yeah, you're absolutely right. You know, but these these Chargers now people are still going to be driving around because as much as we have deep hatred of them, yeah. there's also a, a, a group of people that love these things. Oh yeah, that's, and I can that's tell where you my the, deep hatred comes from. <laughs> and they can tell you the differences. Oh, that year had this and blah blah. Oh no. So. They're going to get more clapped out as time goes oh, on because no. they're not making them. So you're going to still see, like, in 10 years, some kid, oh, I got myself a 2017 Dodge Charger, you know, 300,000 mile piece of shit with three uni spares. And they're, but they're, so they're still going to somewhat be around. But they're going to be even bigger pieces of shit. So it's. You, you know, I'm always bringing up, like, 
I, I I don't know. Maybe it's my professional background, but I'm always thinking about like in analytical terms, and I'm I want to do like an analysis of like impound rates in this state. <laughs> Dodge Charger has to be one of the most impounded cars. I would think so. I would think so. Not not for like lack of payment, but you know like sideshows and lack of I payment. Lack quite of frankly, payment. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, they're in no, that no, category. No, there's plenty of friggin' you know. That's the repo. Twenty-one percent, nine hundred dollar month payment chargers yeah. out there that. You know, I guess the impound would be like not paying your tickets and stuff. So yeah, yeah I think they're high high impound rate. Yeah, and I, high repo rate. I would think both. Yes, I would think both. Yeah, good. Get them off the street. Get them in the junkyard. Uh, yeah, the, if anything needs to get smashed in the crusher, that's it, man. I <laughs> I couldn't agree more. We haven't got much hate for the Dodge Charger thing. I think it's yeah, a I don't, general consensus that they're horrible cars, and most people that drive them are horrible people. And so. I think most duck hunters are pretty decent folks yeah. that listen to their podcast. Especially if they listen to us. Yeah. They're salt-of-the-earth folks that listen to us. So. And they're and they're not disagreeing. No. We, yeah, we don't have Dodge Charger enthusiasts. I've got a little bit of us. hate, but nothing major, you know. And uh, Now it's a joke. The people, people screw with me now. Oh, like yeah. Brian told me he drives the Dodge Charger. Then he sent. Then he sent me a Venmo. He was, he was nice enough to buy a raffle, some raffle tickets for me. He bought more than you though, and uh, for my son's baseball team, getting the indoor facility for days like this with the the rain. Oh wow, big time! Yeah, and uh, and uh, on the Venmo comment, he said, uh, "Dodge Charger down payment." <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> like <laughs> he he found my weakness. Oh, that's funny. And, and he's using it. I want it. So, funny enough, so I told you about us friggin' panhandling to our vendors for free stuff to give our employees. Yeah. Dodge gave us the most. <laughs> was it Dodge Charger specific? There was anyway? no idea. Not, oh, there was okay. a Hellcat. There was a Hellcat's hat. It was a bunch of Dodge garbage. Now, thanks to Dodge Charger, I hate those two, but I know they're good cars, like as far as performance and speed. Yeah. they yeah. When they work. And yeah. it's a Dodge. I drive yeah, a Dodge. Yeah. I, I have no love for Dodge. Because I drive one, so I know how much they, <laughs> they suck. <laughs> That's funny, man. I'm a, I'm a consumer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I know. I was really hoping there was going to be a Charger shirt or something, or like a <laughs> Dodge Charger calendar. Oh, Robert, I got hey, some right, swag yeah, for hey, you. Yeah, I just I should start mailing you Dodge Charger posters. And oh, friggin', my word. Yeah, calendar. <laughs> yeah, you're right, though. I have, I have uh, not intentionally... Unintentionally, I followed through on my bringing up a Dodge Charger every episode. <laughs> we're going to be the we're the definitely the number one Dodge Charger hating podcast. Oh, there's no doubt yeah, about I that. I don't think I've ever. Yes. Now I did find another uh, podcast. It was it's a financial podcast, and the um, the guy talks to people about their personal finances called Financial Audit, and it's kind of like a younger Dave Ramsey. Wow. Ah. But one guy, you know, had horrendous car payments, and it's a Dodge Charger. And the, the, ho- dude, the host of this program flipped. He's like, this much for Dodge Charger? And he went on this rant. I got to send it to you. And he's talking about how he's embarrassed when he sees people drive Dodge Chargers. No. He's embarrassed for him. I'm like, dude, this is my brother. I love oh, this guy. Like, he, oh. We are best friends. You need an audio clip of this that we can post on our oh, Instagram it's so funny. story. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Our listeners will get that. Oh, that would be great. Yeah, so no, this is common knowledge, not it's often common. talked about. But and he brought up all the stuff I hate. No, their obnoxious music. No, he did. Yes, he did. Oh, I'm gonna God. send it to you. Dude, it's so no, funny. No, no, oh yeah, I I got to figure out how to edit because we need to make this with a story. Yeah, <laughs> and I wish I had a camera because when I'm driving around, you know, yeah. one of them guys uh, just the other day. There's another one. Yeah, there's, there's oh, a purple yeah. one in Yuba City 
weaving in and out on 99, trying to pass everybody when I was coming home from duck hunting yesterday. I'm like, oh, typical freaking duck I love time. it when I see him pulled over. <laughs> oh, I do yeah. too. Nothing, more, nothing I like more. Just give a thumbs up <laughs> to the officer. <laughs> hey, go ahead and violate <laughs> a couple civil rights there, officer. Search that car. <laughs> yes, you're going to find something, guaranteed. <laughs> well, yeah, oh, that's funny. Yeah, it is. It is fun. I think I've seen him out here before. Really? I believe it. Well, you know, people come in the country. I don't know if any of our listeners with rice blinds have experienced the same thing, but some people come out to the middle of nowhere, you know, three miles outside of town. Yes, yes. And think that they can do whatever they want. Yes, they come out. This is a very known. They're largely right. Yes, yeah. Nobody cares out here. I mean, there's. I've seen a fresh friggin' refrigerator and washing machine down here that wasn't there last time. Oh, I, I hate that. Here. Yeah, I mean, we get our property dumped on. Yeah, every on every year. year. I'm, I'm, before the season starts, I do a, tr- a truckload to the dump. This year, I sent you that picture. I had, yeah. dude, that thing was yeah, full of huge. stuff. Yeah, I, I took some stuff off the road too down the road that I found. That's a solid friggin' guy move there. Yeah, God forbid the local government handle that. They've been doing okay, but they can't keep up. No, they can't. And people need to be better, man. I mean, say what you want about Marysville, and but uh, this currently there's knock on wood. You notice there's not big homeless camps here. They've they've cleaned it. Have up they quite done a away bit. with that? Because I didn't know. I know there was a big a problem for years for out there years. off Simpson Lane. And oh, all that's that. that's completely cleaned up. Really? Yeah. Not good for them. No, they've they've done. So you well. just got a good mayor in now, or something? I or? think so. I think you know. I don't know. I mean, if if he didn't do anything, like any good politician, he better take the credit for it. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I'm still seeing plenty of them on friggin' the main drag. Oh yeah, I mean, hard but to get away from that. There's not huge camps of it. No, I don't see the camps anymore. I mean, yeah. God bless them. Whoever's if it's the mayor, or I'm assuming it's the mayor. You know, um, doing Gridley's a good job. Way. Gridley's that way. There ain't bums. Now, they do have a big setup behind the cemetery out there. Yeah. And it's on, I, here's what I heard. It's on some dude's land, and he doesn't care that they're there. Oh, that's weird. So the cops really can't fool them. But they're that's where they go to when they're looking for warrants and stuff. But they don't really let them hang out in town. I they mean, you'll occasionally see one, but not for long. And then they're, he's run off. Like the, They've got hella nice parks in Gridley. And there's not friggin' hobos living on the friggin' benches and defecating in the drinking fountains and shit, you know. Well, that's like some of the nicer areas of Placer County. Used to, I don't know if they're still this way, but they used to do really well with getting the bums out. And yeah. uh, when my sister got married, and this is quite a while ago, maybe 2012 or so, uh, one of the groomsmen from one of my brother-in-law's like college friends was some like hippie that lived on a commune. Oh, that's awesome. Well. He hitchhiked from, like, the south all the way to California Just for this wedding. Just to be a wedding. bomb here? To, well, for the wedding. Oh, oh, for the wedding. Yeah, because, and it's not like, you know, he's not a real bum. He's not a drug actor. He's just some, you know, you know, he's some young kid who's living some You know, there's occasionally lifestyle. people that, like, live the hobo lifestyle on purpose. Yeah. They're not drug addicts. They're not degenerates. But they live, like, a hobo-like existence. But he got dropped off in Roseville. And, you know, he hitchhiked quite a few. So, Roseville, pretty close to Marysville. Like, he, he got pretty close. And he could have just called someone for a ride from there. But instead, he's so he's hitchhiking from Roseville trying to get to Marysville. And <laughs> I don't know if it's Rockland Police or Roseville Police or Placer County Sheriff. But they picked him up and they said, oh, we'll take you to Sacramento. It's a lot closer. 
and he didn't, you know, he didn't know. Me. Oh, they're just fucking with him, like get out of here, bum. So they, they, yeah, they took him and dropped him off in Sacramento and said, "This will be a lot easier to get to Marysville from here." Oh, that's hilarious, dude. <laughs> get off our street, dude. Oh, that's hella funny, man. Yeah, good for them. Good. And he didn't know me. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, just, oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. He's thirty minutes away, and he could have been. <laughs> Yeah, because I'm talking to him, you know, this is 10 years ago. I don't remember all the details, but I'm kind of fascinated with him. I'm like, what? You live in a commune? Like, you hitchhiked here from Georgia or something? Like, That's crazy, man. And he's so he's telling me about his journey. He's like, yeah, then I got to Roseville. He's like, and the cops were really nice. And they, they you know, took me to Sacramento. I'm like, why would they take you to Sacramento? He's like, oh, because yeah, it's closer. I'm like, it dude, closer. it ain't closer, man. <laughs> I'm like, they just didn't want you hitchhiking in their town. Yeah, I guess... Hey, well, I guess we got enough time. You got a couple minutes, don't you? Yeah, I got a great hitchhiking story. <laughs> All right. Oh, this one. Yeah, yeah this was it. a friggin' yeah. This is a some of my friends. Know, this is a great hitchhiking story. We were up in little town of Washington, hanging out. My old boss's family had a cabin right on the river. Hell, a cool place. You know where little Washington is, right? No, you don't. You've never been there? Uh-uh. Oh, cool town. Go up Highway Twenty. Okay. Out of Nevada City, and then there's that lookout on Highway 20. You take a left and head down in the bottom of the canyon. It's an old town called Washington. Oh, I'll have to look it up. What it's we're a cool about place. It. They got a bar there, and a, it's a don't speed through the town. That friggin' my nephew got a shit beat out of him, sped through there, and then mouthed off, and the bar emptied out, ripped him out of his truck, beat the shit out of him. Oh, yeah, they're when all. When was in, this? This was like 15 years ago. Yeah, back when that stuff happened, huh? It's still might up there. The cops don't even like going up there. It's a little lawless. But uh, his his was out. His cabin was out of town. We were up there fishing. This was me and one of my ex-wives. And I don't, the kids, I don't think, were with us. No, they weren't with us. And this is, I had a Jeep. And, of course, I was drinking. And so she was driving us home in the Jeep. It's summertime. We had the doors off and all that, you know. And I wanted to stop at the bar in Washington. Hella cool old bar. And she's like, we're not stopping at the bar. I'm like, we're stopping at the fucking bar. <laughs> and she drives right by the bar, and I'm like, what the fuck? So she just like, fuck you, dude. We're not stopping. And she's going, and we're winding up the road. <laughs> and I'm getting madder and madder. Yeah, fuck you. We're going to the bar. And she, no, we're not. And, and I finally, I, my dumb, drunk ass, emotional-based thinking, well, fuck you then. Let me out. Get your ass out, motherfucker. <laughs> so I hop out. She drives off. Fuck. <laughs> it's about, it's it's just getting dark. It's summertime. So it's probably about 9 o'clock. It's just starting to get dark. Yeah. I'm in flip-flops. I have no wallet on. No wallet because <laughs> the wallet's in the truck. Oh, no. I have no phone. The phone's in the truck. No wallet, no phone, and I'm like, well, fuck, I can't go to the bar. I don't have any fucking money. Because <laughs> we've been swimming and everything, so that's yeah. why I was in I was in shorts, flip-flops, and a T-shirt with no wallet, no phone. Fuck. And I'm up Highway 20, like, I don't know, probably 10 miles out of Nevada City. Oh, wow. That's a long walk in flip-flops. <laughs> and I'm like, and so I, I, by that time, I, I abandoned my idea of heading to the Washington Bar because I don't have any money anyway. So I'm like, well, f- and no phone, no wallet. <laughs> So I start huffing it and fucking thumb out. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I get picked up by this freaking weirdo dude that was trying to get me to go camping with him at Scott's Flat. And he had all this warm, what? natural light. He's like, 
oh, you should really go camping with me. I'm like, dude, no, I, I'm just trying to get back home, dude. <laughs> and he said, be all right. So I drank some of his warm natural light with him. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. So really weird. And he's like, oh, yeah, it's so beautiful there at Scott's Flight. You should really come down there. And I'm like, I ain't going there, dude. Just get me. He's like, because he, he got me to the five-mile house. That's where the turnoff of Scott's Flat is. So. Five Mile House used to be an awesome bar. Now it's a yuppie place, but it used to be a super cool old, like, lager bar back in the day. So he gets me there, and then, you know, he's really upset that I didn't go camping with him and end up into it. You just have to be alive by the time. Yeah, I'm thinking, yeah, and I don't have a fucking pocket knife or nothing. So I, he lets me out there. He's, you know, really upset that I won't go camping with him. And there was a band playing, and they're loading up their shit. And I'm like, hey, guys, I really need a fucking ride. (laughs) And they're like, if, and I look kind of disheveled and drunk, and you know, and like, all right, you know, I, I just drop me off in Nevada City. That's all I need, you know. So they kind of like, uh, okay, hesitantly, I'm yeah. like, dude, I appreciate it, man. Drop me off in Nevada City. And they're riding it, and they're looking at me like kind of crazy. Like they're like, they think I'm going to do something. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't know why, because I wasn't that fucking white trash, like, but... So they drop me off in Nevada City. Well, I'm like, well, I know a lot of people now. I'm going to go to the bar. So I run into a couple of sweet. So I, start <laughs> I think drinking. I know enough people here yeah. where I can get away with it. And I'm sweet. So I, and I enough people, and I told them. And so I got some free beers out of them and shit and just hung Sympathy out a little beers. while. Yeah. And I'm like, well, fuck. And they, were, they weren't driving anywhere. So I'm like, I got to fucking get home still. And I lived <laughs> in Grass Valley at the time, out of town. And it's starting to get on. And I... I'm right there on ramp in Nevada City at the freeway. I'm hitchhiking. <laughs> Come from Nevada City, cop fucking rolls up. Hey, it's legal to hitchhike. What are you? I'm like, where's your? ID? I don't got an ID, dude. And he shook me down pretty hard. I'm like, dude, I, I'm just trying to get home. He's like, you can't hitchhike. You have to get out of here. I'm like, all right, all right. So he took off, and I walked off, and then he drove around the corner. I went right back and started fucking hitchhiking. And some, thank God, the cop didn't come back. Some guy pulls up, and this is, I don't know, probably 2008 or something, 2010. And, nah, it wasn't 2010. And this guy picks me up in, like, this 80s, like, Crown Vic, like a big Ford 80s car. And I open the front door, and there's no seat. Oh, no. And I'm like, <laughs> he's like, just climb in the back here. <laughs> And it's some, like, old, weird dude. And I'm like, okay. It's like, I, I just, yeah, if you can get me to Grass Valley, that'd be great. And uh, so I climb in that door and go into the back. And Don't you try anything back there. I got a 357 <laughs> sitting in my lap. I'm like, dude, I just want to fucking ride, man. <laughs> You're not going to pressure me to go camping with you with that, are you? <laughs> yes, luckily the camper guy didn't have a gun. So this is probably about... By this time, it's probably 11.30. Gets me to Grass Valley. Well, at the time, I was hanging out at Gary's place a lot. So then I'm like, okay, I'm back home. I'm with my people. I got I got a bar tab here. Oh, I am no. Good. Bro, did you bar hop with hitchhikers? <laughs> or you hitchhiked a bar hop? <laughs> Not on purpose. I was trying to make my way home. A pub crawl? <laughs> so then I got back, and bam, I'm there. I got my people. I got my bar tab. I, I, the only thing I didn't have was jukebox money. But, uh. Then I hung out there for a while, and her friend's husband was in there. And I'm like, dude, she fucking abandoned me on Highway 20. <laughs> and I'm like, 
And I remember thinking, because I was thinking, she's going to turn around. Yeah, she's looking for you. I was you like, to, she's going to, yeah. she's teaching me a lesson, but she's going to turn it. <laughs> fuck she's no. She's teaching me a lesson. Yeah, but she's like, fuck no. She went fucking home. And so this guy, he, super nice guy, this guy was. And uh, he's like, oh man, we got to get you home. You know, by then I'm pretty drunk. That. <laughs> so that fucker, he ended up getting me home. And about two o'clock, I rolled in. You know, she's in bed already. I'm like, she really just fucking abandoned me. My, I'm the asshole that got out of the Jeep. But uh, yeah, I, I never pulled that shit with her again. I can tell you that. Did you tell her that you walked? No, no. Oh. I told her the whole horrible story about the friggin' raper camper and the weirdo <laughs> band and the old man with no seat in the front and threatened me with a three fifty seven. <laughs> yeah, but I, I made it home. It took me a good while, but I made it home. You know, it was pretty fucking <laughs> adventurous hitchhiking story. And this wasn't like in the hitchhiking prime days of the nineteen seventies. This was like early two thousand eight, two thousand nine, probably when this happened. Oh yeah, not many people were willing to pick up a hitchhiker then. No, when I was a kid, it was super easy, but. Um, yeah, I've been picked up by some fucking weirdos hitchhiking, dude. <laughs> I picked up, I've, I've picked up a couple guys here and there. I, I pressure him to go camping. <laughs> that's so weird. <laughs> I know, yeah, he was real weird, man. Dude, that's not good. If a dude's, like, really trying to get you to go camping like that, like, that picked oh, you up a hitchhiker. so beautiful. It's like, I've you been escaped there, that, dude. dude. Oh, yeah, he was, yeah, yeah he was, like, yeah, you had brother. a serial killer pick oh, you yeah. up, 100%. Yeah. And then the other guy, I don't know why he didn't have a front seat in his car. I thought that was kind of weird, but. Oh, nobody normal picks up a hitchhiker. No, no. Every once in a while you get a, like a do-gooder that just wants to spread the word of the Lord to you or something. I've been picked up by them before. <laughs> you know. Oh, my gosh. So you've hitchhiked a few times. Oh, I've hitchhiked multiple times. <laughs> when I was a kid. Yeah, when I was young, oh yeah, I hitchhiked all over the place. This is some. We got to put this on the white trash <laughs> scale. Hitchhiking has to fall. So like, I don't think it's enough of a thing anymore. But if you're doing it now, you're definitely on the scale. Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah. I, I, I mean, there's a situation where I would do it right away if I needed to. I'd do it in a heartbeat. You know. So well, now you got Uber. Yeah. Well, that wasn't an option for me because Uber didn't exist and I didn't have a phone. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Now, you do, yeah, it's, you, there's not a lot of hitchhiking anymore. So she didn't even turn around. She didn't even... I've picked, I've been, have you ever been duped like this? You probably haven't. You're square. <laughs> I've been duped by this several times. Some hot chick hitchhiking. Hey! Pull over and then the boyfriend jumps out of the bushes. It's like, fuck! <laughs> That's happened to me like three times. <laughs> Well, and then the fucking with him, like, oh yeah, pull over, like you're giving him a ride, and then take off. <laughs> <laughs> I did that one bum through his fucking like drink at me and shit. Oh no, I I, I don't know about do gooder, but I was kind of a do gooder, and would pick up hitchhikers occasionally around town. Nothing like on the highways, but you know, uh, like one time I picked up a young couple at. Uh, they weren't hitchhiking. It was like pouring rain in Marysville at the bus yeah. stop. And I'm like, where are you guys going, man? It's like, it's downpouring. Torrential, yeah. And, you know, Marysville, their public transit infrastructure is not very good. Like, <laughs> those buses are like an hour in between. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, I, I you know, I might not have it the exact time because I don't ride the bus. Yeah. But it's not like Sacramento where it's like every 15 minutes. Yeah. No, it's like you're waiting there. And they're not like covered bus stops. So. Oh, they're just standing out in the weather? Yeah. So I remember I did that. I was, I, this was years ago. I was in my 20s, you know. But I was like, 
it's pretty like and they're looking at me like this guy yeah like why is he doing this yeah. but they're like okay yeah. and but they were but once they got in the car and figured out it's normal like okay cool thank you you know yeah appreciate that so i just took them where they're going because i was like you know i don't know i was trying to be nice because oh yeah no it's but you I've don't picked see up that a couple often. i've picked up a couple uh, we'll save this for another one i got a great hitchhiker story <laughs> I'll save this. Is this for the now. one I'm thinking of? What, where the guy offered me the back rub? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that one what I, I thought. That's the one you're gonna tell. We haven't like, talked about that. We we don't have time right no, now. No, no. We'll, we'll, save that for another right, day. There's a cliffhanger for you guys. We got to tell the friggin' yeah, the, yeah, the back rub story. <laughs> Dude, you have narrowly <laughs> escaped death and sexual assault multiple times. I know it's crazy. Yeah, I'm just yeah, just fucking dumb fuck walking through life with all these mishaps. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I would have been raped and killed by now if I lived your life. <laughs> I was saved one time by a black guy in a Ford Mustang. Nice. I ran out of fuel. Ate, uh, uh, a uh, Beale Air Force guy. Oh, cool. I was being a cheap ass, and I didn't want to buy fuel in, in Grass Valley because it's expensive. Yeah. I'm like, I'll make it to AMPM. Leaving for work. I left at the time, 3.30 in the morning. It's mostly I'm, downhill. Yeah, I'm like, dude, I'm going to make it from Smartfield to Marysville. I'm not going to run out of fuel. Well, right there in the stretch of friggin' rice field where there's nowhere to pull over hardly. Oh, no. I ran out of fuel yeah. on, right there on uh, Smartsville, Hamilton Road. Yep. And I'm like, fuck. And I pull over 330, and this kid rolls up in a Mustang, and he picked me up, took me, and I had a, got a gas can with me. Yeah. Took me to the gas station, got gas, and brought me back. Oh, that's a nice guy. Hella solid guy. Yeah. yeah. yeah he saved my ass. Nice but. local airman. Yeah, that was a long time ago too. But that was that was a, a story of like I would have thought this guy in this Mustang might have been a dirtbag. Like he's saving my ass. I was like, well, would I have stopped and helped him if he was a poor fucker on the side of the road? And I had to do a little self evaluating. Like, be better, dude. That fucker saved your ass. That is it. That is some real self evaluation. Yeah, because I mean, are you gonna if we leave here and you see a Dodge Charger broke down, are you gonna stop and help? If I see a Dodge Charger <laughs> broke down, I'm giving him the thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> Leave that there. Go buy yourself a regular vehicle. <laughs> this is the best thing that's ever happened to you, man. Just it's a blessing in disguise. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, we got a filthy spoon podcast, man. You never know where this thing's going to go. You never going to know. I mean, we don't have a whole lot of, you know, good hunting stuff to talk about. So we had to go down the, the hitchhike and Dodge Charger lane. But you people seem to like it and we like talking it. So. But I guess that's it for this week. Um, I don't know. We, I know I got a couple guests lined up just scheduling stuff, but me and Robert will be on here next week talking the shit, hopefully talking about how we smoked all the ducks, but we shall see. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. I, God, I hope so. I hope so. This weather's a good sign. So, All right, folks. We will talk to you later. Y'all have a good one. <laughs>